Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Sana James. She's the author of Exposed. Sana, thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you. I'm excited to speak with you. So let's just dive right in. It's an autobiography. You're a young woman that's quite bold and courageous for you to, to share a story because a lot of times people say, oh, I can't write an autobiography. In your case, you just dove in and did it. So tell us why you chose to write an autobiography, especially with the name Exposed. So growing up, I think just culturally, I was, I was told to keep a lot of my difficult experiences and things like that to myself because they could come off as weaknesses or just kind of make myself not seem as strong of a person, which could affect our family reputation. And so I did keep a lot of it to myself and I would just kind of write about my difficult experiences in a word doc, just kind of throwing out everything I was feeling because I didn't feel like I could speak about it with anyone. And so I started writing about it and I felt that, you know, I've gained um, a lot of confidence and I've built great relationships with people that have gone through similar experiences. So I didn't want to be scared to talk about those experiences anymore because if I could have that effect on someone else that would be very valuable for me to be able to do that just because of what I've gained from those conversations. And what do you think was the hardest thing about writing a book? I think it was just hard to overcome that feeling of you know it being so bad to talk about your difficult experiences and also just I was worried that there's a lot of things that I, I've kept from friends and just close ones where I was afraid that sharing some of these experiences would result in maybe them seeing me differently. I feared that maybe they'd see me as a more weak person or that I needed more help, whereas that's just not the case. So I struggled with deciding the best way to share my experiences while also sharing that um, I've overcome them and I'm stronger because of them. And so you wrote this book, how off, let's see, you wrote it, uh, wow, you wrote it five years ago? Yes. So it's been over the span of five years. I kind mm -hmm. of word vomited when I was in college going through a lot of these things and um, refining it. I got overwhelmed several times and had to take a couple of breaks. And then I finally got to the point where I felt like I had a good draft put together. And I met with an editor and a photographer and videographer and kind of finalized it over a year. And what do you think were some of the comments? Again, you had these fears of writing the book about being exposed, about judgment, but after it came out, what were some of the feedback that you got, whether from friends or strangers? So I've been fortunate to have received an overwhelming amount of positive feedback, and I was definitely nervous releasing it. The day that I did release it, I was excited, but also nervous. I was just shaking from all these emotions, and I am not normally that emotional of a person, um, but I did receive several messages from people very close with that were telling me that they really appreciated that I was willing to share those types of experiences and that they really felt that others could benefit from them. So even just those couple of messages have made the whole experience worth it. But do you remember what the actual messages were? Um, off the top of my head, there is a friend of mine that I guess more of an acquaintance that I met through the gym that I go to. And she just reached out to me and she said that she was surprised I had gone through some of those experiences and she couldn't have, she couldn't tell just by seeing me or meeting me because I try to be, you know, very happy and smiley person that I would have gone through things like that and that she was thankful for, you know, me releasing that um, or writing the story and sharing it with others. And then she sent me a photo as well of her holding the book, which was really nice. 
Nice. The reason why I asked is because, Sana, what you have is courage and what you have is the tenacity to share your story. And I hope our listeners know that if they have a book to write, whether from a personal standpoint or a professional standpoint, it really is important to share that story because a lot of people are afraid or they don't want to do it. And even in myself, when I wrote my first book, I started the book in college and I started really writing it after college. And my hope was always, oh, I hope I help people. And I did help people. But then I also had like some scathing criticism on online on Amazon. And at that time I was like super scared, but again, like you, it's like when you first do things and you first expose or reveal yourself, especially if it's vulnerable. I literally remember I had, I have really bad acne and bad scars. And I had this poem that I wrote called the apocalyptic scars. And I said, okay, do I really want to share this? Cause it's very personal and very vulnerable. And, and I, and I did. And this critic literally said, and this person, like he left a poem that should have been better left in a dermatology office. And he says he's a, he's a motivational speaker. What a joke, you know? So like, I just accepted oh, that there's people out there that are quite, uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to say what they want to say. But the, the, the blunt truth is it's great because when you know that you're going to have critics, critics, then that means you're, you're, you're making someone feel something now granted like that person, man or woman, chose to mock me and mock my poem, even though, again, it's a very vulnerable thing to me to share, but I commend you and applaud you. And for listeners, I, I hope you can do the same that Sun is doing, because again, we're only here on this earth for a short time and you have a story. All of us have a story. And this is why I do this podcast to share your story, but I want to first commend and applaud you, Sana. But I also want to encourage our listeners that if you have a book, don't wait, start writing today. And in time, don't worry about the fears because there will be people that like your book and people that don't. But the ones that do like your book, their lives will be changed. And if you don't write it, you're literally cheating the world from your gifts. And the ones that don't like it, that's their issue, not mine or yours, Sana. And so I wanted to really just kind of, you know, ask you again what you felt. So just dive into some of these things that perhaps you dealt with that our listeners can relate to because the very title exposed is, is a very direct and blunt thing. So what were you exposing that you're afraid to share that, that you ended up sharing in your book? Right. I had gone back and forth quite a few times with deciding what to title it. I was pretty sure on a couple different things. And I ultimately decided to come up with Exposed because I feel like there were just a lot of things that um, were very specific to my situation. My, my other title option was A Shaken Standard because a lot of things, you know, there, a lot of the experiences that I talk about several people have experienced as well. But I think just you know, really diving into my personal experience, I felt like that was more fitting of a title. So the book covers topics like sexual abuse and unhealthy relationships and a toxic home environment. And I kind of go into the, the difficulty in communicating with my parents as a result of being born in the United States and then being born abroad and just having different expectations growing up, so. And what do you think was most relatable for your audience, you know, because you, you might be writing some things and you think, oh, this might be relatable. And then you find out that uh, something completely different that you shared that was perhaps what you didn't think would relate, did relate. So, because that's the thing about writing and mm -hmm. art, you might think that this will have this reaction, but it has a completely different. So I'm just curious, like, what did you find surprising about the, the, um, the responses in your book or from your book? I think what surprised me the most is how many friends kind of mentioned to me um, that they've had abusive relationships, whether or not it was sexual or verbal. You know, I was just very surprised that so many people have experienced, have experienced things like that. 
as well as um, just comments that maybe parents have made um, that affect you more than they realize will affect you. And you kind of, you know, some things that I hold on to, for example, were growing up, my mom just kind of told me, you know, you'll have to try harder to find a husband because you're average looking. And it doesn't seem like that bad of a comment, but you know, I've watched shows now, I've talked to people and that's pretty, that's said pretty often. But, and it seems as, you know, I always feel that my parents have tried to help me. You know, they know, they never say anything with the intent of hurting me. They want to provide me with, you know, a good platform off which to work off of for the most part, you know, and um, it's just interesting having friends mention to me after reading my book that they've also heard little comments like that that have stuck with them as well. Also understanding that the intention wasn't, you know, there wasn't any malintent with it. Yeah, but th- that being said, because, you know, I'm Asian up- upbringing, born and raised in New York, and my parents have said many things too. And I don't think mm-hmm. like, everyone has dealt with that stuff, but I think Asians especially, I don't think people realize right. that they're non-Asian. They don't know how deep the shame and the scars go because it's, it's, it's insulting. But it's, it's, what's, it's almost even worse because they say things that are so cuttingly demeaning even though there's no malintention, but still when they say it, <laughs> it's so demeaning. <laughs> For instance, I'm American born, and there's a term in Chinese, it's called joksing, which literally means I, it's a bamboo, you're a hollow bamboo. So it's like the most insulting thing you can say because pretty much I look Chinese, but I'm not because I'm hollow on the inside. So the, all of my parents and the whole generation would say that. I didn't know until I got older. I'm like, it's the most demeaning thing. You're pretty much saying you're hollow and shallow. Wow, yeah. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying for our listeners, just know that it doesn't like excuse what they're saying, like your parents and my parents. But it's great that you're aware of that because ultimately, whenever someone bullies you or says those things, it's on them. And I want our listeners to know that don't feel so bad about that because when someone actually says those things, it's really their experiences and their understandings and their, their moments. And that's why it's, it's so powerful that you share that, Sana, because all of us go through things and some of us that might, like I'm fairly sensitive to that kind of stuff. So my father to this day, he never really considered that a, uh, negative, but it, it, it was and it is. So um, what's one thing you hope that your listeners and, and, and the readers will take from your book? What's one lesson that you hope that they, they get from your book? So I guess my goal with writing is kind of aligned with the lesson that I'm hoping comes from uh, those that read the book. But I think my struggle was that I felt very alone in everything that I went through. I felt like I was the only person dealing with these types of experiences, um, but just mainly because on social media, for example, we only tend to post about our highlights, things that are going well in our lives. And so it feels like everyone else is only, is just happy all the time. And so when you're upset, it feels like you're the only one upset. But once I started opening up and having conversations with people that I, that did share their difficult experiences and were vulnerable with me. It made me, it made me feel like I was supported and that I wasn't alone in it. So that's my, I think, overall goal with writing the book is to make, is to let people know they're not alone and it's okay to talk about the hard times and people aren't just happy all the time. That's great. Well, Sana, thank you so much for sharing your very unique perspective. How can our guests stay in touch with you and, and read your book? Thank you. Um, So my book is available on Amazon and Kindle, and I do have a website, sunnaexposed.com, which has the link to my social media channels and also an email in which I encourage people to contact me. I would love to share experiences and talk. Great. Sunna, thanks for your time. Have a great day. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story 
into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.